Today is the 30th day of November. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is wonderful to be here with you today as we gather and take the next step forward again. Here we are at the last day of the 11th month of the year. So yeah, it's 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 the busy time of this of the year. It's the holiday season and tomorrow is the first day of the 12th month of the year. So we are very, very well underway, but we still have quite a ways to go as we continue our journey all the way to the end. So we've been working our way into and through the book of Daniel in the Old Testament. That's where we will continue the journey. And today we pick up with Daniel chapter 7. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream, and visions passed through his mind as he was lying in bed. He wrote down the substance of his dream. Daniel said, In my vision at night I looked, and there before me were the four winds of heaven churning up the great sea. Four great beasts, each different from the others, came up out of the sea. The first was like a lion, and it had the wings of an eagle. I watched until its wings were torn off and it was lifted from the ground so that it stood on two feet like a human being, and the mind of a human was given to it. And there before me was a second beast which looked like a bear. It was raised up on one of its sides, and it had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. It was told, Get up and eat your fill of flesh. After that I looked and there before me was another beast, one that looked like a leopard, and on its back it had four wings like those of a bird. This beast had four heads, and it was given authority to rule. After that, in my vision at night, I looked, and there before me was a fourth beast, terrifying and frightening and very powerful. It had large iron teeth. It crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot whatever was left. It was different from all the former beasts, and it had ten horns. While I was thinking about the horns, there before me was another horn, a little one, which came up among them, and three of the first horns were uprooted before it. This horn had eyes like the eyes of a human being, and a mouth that spoke boastfully. As I looked, thrones were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was as white as snow. The hair of his head was like white wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and its wheels were all ablaze. A river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated, and the books were opened. Then I continued to watch, because of the boastful words the horn was speaking. I kept looking until the beast was slain and its body destroyed and thrown into the blazing fire. The other beasts had been stripped of their authority but were allowed to live for a period of time. In my vision at night I looked and there before me was one like a son of man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. 
I, Daniel, was troubled in spirit, and the visions that passed through my mind disturbed me. I approached one of those standing there and asked him the meaning of all this. So he told me and gave me the interpretation of these things. The four great beasts are four kings that will rise from the earth, but the holy people of the Most High will receive the kingdom and will possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. Then I wanted to know the meaning of the fourth beast, which was different from all the others and most terrifying, with its iron teeth and bronze claws, the beast that crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot whatever was left. I also wanted to know about the ten horns on its head and about the other horn that came up, before which three of them fell, the horn that looked more imposing than the others and that had eyes and a mouth that spoke boastfully. As I watched, this horn was waging war against the holy people and defeating them, until the Ancient of Days came and pronounced judgment in favor of the holy people of the Most High, and the time came when they possessed the kingdom. He gave me this explanation. The fourth beast is a fourth kingdom that will appear on earth. It will be different from all the other kingdoms, and will devour the whole earth, trampling it down and crushing it. The ten horns are ten kings who will come from this kingdom. After them another king will arise, different from the earlier ones. He will subdue three kings. He will speak against the Most High and oppress his holy people and try to change the set times and the laws. The holy people will be delivered into his hands for a time, times, and half a time. But the court will sit, and his power will be taken away and completely destroyed forever. Then the sovereignty, power, and greatness of all the kingdoms under heaven will be handed over to the holy people of the Most High. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom, and all rulers will worship and obey him. This is the end of the matter. I, Daniel, was deeply troubled by my thoughts, and my face turned pale, but I kept the matter to myself. Okay, so yesterday we finished up with Second Peter, which reunites us today now with a voice that we that we know, a familiar voice from earlier in the year, and we'll begin today the first of three letters that are attributed to the beloved Apostle John, and the irony is that the letter makes no mention of who it's from; it doesn't even specify to who it's addressed. And so we could easily just conclude that this is an anonymous letter, but the church fathers, like in the mid-second century, like, a, like 50 years, give or take, after it was written, attributed this letter to, to John the Evangelist. Uh, when the New Testament was formally canonized, th there was no dispute over this letter. It's been in recent times that scholars with, with textual criticism have begun to ask questions about style, style, style of writing between the Gospel of John and the Epistles of John, and that's, that's always been kind of an ongoing thing in, in biblical scholarship, so that continues on. Maybe part of the reason for not addressing the letter to a specific group of people could have been that it was supposed to be circulated throughout many different churches. It's possible that the first readers of this letter knew John well enough, knew who he was. He didn't need to introduce himself. Um, it's possible that the recipients of the letter weren't identified to protect them from persecution. Like if somebody got 
caught with it or something like that. First John was probably written from Ephesus and it was probably written very late in John's life. Scholars date this normally between the mid 90s and early 100s AD. And this letter is pretty much for one reason to address false teachings. Some of the earlier forms of Gnostic thought had made their way into the conversation. And I guess it's important to, to point out that there were a lot of things swirling around about Jesus, who he was, what he represented, what he did. And as the gospel became more and more fluent in Gentile world, then all kinds of things are kind of being asked and questioned and new thoughts are coming up. And so some of these thoughts were coming into the conversation that John's writing about, especially the early docetic view that that Jesus was not actually a human being. He was more of an apparition. And there was the view of Serenthus who taught that the divine Christ united with Jesus, like Jesus became divine when he was baptized. And then the divinity of his nature departed from him at his crucifixion. These are some of the things that were being taught then in John had a bit of authority, an authoritative voice against these false teachings because he'd been with Jesus. He was a part of Jesus' inner circle. He watched Jesus do his ministry. He could dispel a falsehood about Jesus. He was an eyewitness. And that's what he does in this letter. And beyond just denouncing the false teaching, the letter offers contrasts to test the posture of our hearts. And We'll look at that when we get there. It encourages us to look at ourselves while encouraging us that we need to move forward in the assurance of our salvation. And so with that, we begin 1 John chapter 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared, we have seen it and testify to it, and we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. Psalm 119, 153 through 176. Resh, 
Look on my suffering and deliver me, for I have not forgotten your law. Defend my cause and redeem me. Preserve my life according to your promise. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek out your decrees. Your compassion, Lord, is great. Preserve my life according to your laws. Many are the foes who persecute me, but I have not turned from your statutes. I look on the faithless with loathing, for they do not obey your word. See how I love your precepts. Preserve my life, Lord, in accordance with your love. All your words are true. All your righteous laws are eternal. Sin and Shin Rulers persecute me without cause, but my heart trembles at your word. I rejoice in your promise like one who finds great spoil. I hate and detest falsehood, but I love your law. Seven times a day I praise you for your righteous laws. Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. I wait for your salvation, Lord, and I follow your commands. I obey your statutes, for I love them greatly. I obey your precepts and your statutes, for all my ways are known to you. Ta, may my cry come before you, Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. May my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your promise. May my lips overflow with praise, for you teach me your decrees. May my tongue sing of your word, for all your commands are righteous. May your hand be ready to help me, for I have chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, Lord, and your law gives me delight. Let me live that I may praise you, and may your laws sustain me. I have strayed like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I have not forgotten your commands. Proverbs 28, 23, and 24 Whoever rebukes a person will in the end gain favor, rather than one who has a flattering tongue. Whoever robs their father or mother and says, It's not wrong is partner to the one who destroys. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this new territory that we move in, the epistles of John. And we thank you for what we learned today. If we confess our sins, you are faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Thank you for that. We confess our sin. We are daily struggling, and without you, we are lost. But you have been faithful to us when we have been unfaithful. You have stayed loyal when we have betrayed you. And so we come to you humbly, and we ask your forgiveness, knowing that you will forgive us, knowing that you will make us children of the light. As John told us, you are light in him, in you. There is no darkness at all. And if we claim to have fellowship with you and we walk in the darkness, 
we're lying and we don't live in the truth but we want to walk in the light as you are in the light and so forgive us of our sins cleanse us of our unrighteousness we open ourselves to you knowing that you are the only one that can change us and transform us come Holy Spirit and change us from within we ask in the name of Jesus Amen. DailyAudioBible.com That's home base. It's the website. It's where you find out what's going on around here. It's Christmas time around here. It's a couple of things. In a couple of weeks, we'll have our annual Christmas party. We do this every year, and it's one of the most beautiful, beautiful things that happen in our year, and so I'm looking forward to that. You can call in your Christmas greetings now. You can use the hotline button. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And those may sound familiar because that's the prayer and encouragement line. Right now, it's the prayer and encouragement line and Christmas greeting line. You can use it for a Christmas greeting. The only thing is don't mix a Christmas greeting and a prayer request in the same call. Like make those separate. This is one of the times you can call twice. Call in your Christmas greeting and then if you have a prayer request... Uh, make that separate so that we can keep things separate as we're getting everything together. But you can call in your Christmas greetings now for the next week and a half, I, I suppose. So uh, don't wait till the last minute, <laughs> like some of us do. Uh, jump in early so that so that you're in there and included, and we get to hear you too. The other thing for Christmas is that. Uh, we're moving forward around the global campfire here and next year in 2024 at some point in the year we will begin rolling out the new global campfire like a 2.0 version of all that we have built over all of the years we just began a massive rethink a couple of years ago with the intention of placing infrastructure in place that we can build upon forever pretty much and so that's been going really strong and very very much forward for the last couple of years and we're turning the corner and seeing this coming in for a landing sometime next year and so this year for Christmas we have taken all of the music from the Daily Audio Bible so songs for sleep uh, the Promised Land album songs of the heart um, family Christmas and then Maxwell's album, My Son, Christmas Time, which was, a, which was a favorite from last year. We pressed these on vinyl so that we could have vinyl packaging, which is very tangible and beautiful and a commemorative of the global campfire and the ethos of the Daily Audio Bible. We pressed those projects up and are releasing them to you and all the, of the resources that are harvested from 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 this time will be sowed into the development of of what, what's coming next for us so you can check those all all out at dailyaudiobible.com let's go into the shop and you'll find a christmas section and you'll find them there and the christmas ornament that we have each year we have and if 
uh, you purchase one of these projects or all of these projects, we will send you the Christmas ornament from 2023 with the word expand on it. And so you can check that out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, thank you humbly. You can do that at dailyaudiobible.com too. There's a link on the homepage. If you're using the app, there's a give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hey, DAB. This is Kristen, a.k.a. Christy Me. I am calling for prayer for myself. I'm having a really hard time. Um, on the 30th of this month, um, will be the first anniversary of my son's passing and the fifth anniversary of my daughter's passing. And yesterday was my kid's dad's birthday, my first husband, and he's passed away. And my other son, has Shay, has passed away um, 10 years ago. And I'm realizing that my entire family is gone and I'm having a hard time today um so if y'all could pray for me I would really appreciate it I usually I'm one that tries to comfort other people with loss but I'm having a hard day today Lord Lord help me be with me comfort me in Jesus mighty name amen Shalom, Daily Audio Bible. This is Dwayne from Wisconsin. All praise and glory to our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today is November 26th. Calling in for eyes of a dove. You called in and uh, are asking us to pray for you and uh, the medical condition that you have. We are lifting this up to our Lord. We are asking for healing. We are asking for peace. We are asking... Lord, that that be your will, your will be done. We ask that you will give Isadav the courage she needs to walk through this with her family. For she is a light, Lord, in the darkness. We lift her up and we'll continue to pray for her. Also calling in for Salt and Light who called in and said a friend's daughter fell in the bathtub and unfortunately has been unresponsive. Lord, this is a grave situation. We are definitely lifting this young lady up. If it's your will, that she would be healed. If not, that you would be with her and walk her through this time and be with her mother and her family, that they will have a strength to go on and to handle this uh, 
situation. We lift this up in Jesus' name. Amen. And God bless. Hi, friends. It's Lisa the Encourager. Today, I wanted to call in and pray for Eyes of a Dove. I just heard your prayer request about uh, seeing an oncologist about something scary on your body. And I just want to go to the Lord and pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father God, I pray for Eyes of a Dove. She's so precious to all of us. She's such a good prayer warrior, God, and is always calling in, praying for all of us. And I just, I just bless her and for her um, goodness to us, Lord. And I just pray that you will, now that she is in great need, Lord, of you coming in and intervening in this health problem that she has, God, we pray that it's nothing serious and we pray god that it is just a small little bump in the road and that it can be healed and that she'll be able to be cured of this lord god and we pray that your heavenly hand will touch her and give her peace of mind and give her comfort lord in her marriage in her life we know that she has a lot going on and she's a beautiful beautiful um gift from God to all of us, Lord, and we just pray healing over her body, God. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. Good morning, DAB family. I wanted to call in and pray for Billy and Eyes of a Dove. I heard your heart, sister, and I heard your fear and your anxiousness. You know, the enemy robs us of so much faith when we do discover new things in our body. There's probably not a man or a woman here that hasn't had a lump or a bump or a bruise or something that we had to wait and faith for to get that oncology report, to see that specialist, to see that doctor. And so we are lifting your heart. We are lifting your faith. You are a strong, loved member of this DAB family. And trust me when I tell you the word that is in you shall prevail and stand up strong in you no matter what it is. I've been there and God said to me one time, he said, so what if it is cancer? Am I not the God of cancer? And I had let all the prayers and all the anointing and all the word just fall by the wayside until he said that to me. So I lift you up, sister. Jesus, hold this family. Hold her and Billy. Hold the entire family together, God. Let the children's faith grow strong. Let the family surround them with prayers of faith, God. Trusting you to have the final say, God. God, build her up and give her strength and remind her who you are. That you are the God of miracles. You are the God of cancer. You are the God of breakthrough, God. You are the God of treatment. So however you show up and show out in her life, God, let her trust you now like she's never done before. And for any brother or sister going through the same trial right now, may they gain strength in you, God, and in your name and under your blood right now, placing every sickness and disease in your capable, loving, strong hands. In Jesus' name, amen.